How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 20 of the Easy Peasy Podcast. Now, tonight I thought I'd talk to you about these two little words. Amor Fati. Now, Amor Fati translates to love of fate. This is part of the Stoic philosophy. You hear that? Vroom, vroom. You know, last night I was in... I was in a motorcycle crash. I'm not even lying here, you know? I was riding home from a date. (coughs) Excuse me. I was riding home from a date and... It was a good date, and I had a really nice time, really, really beautiful, lovely young lady, and I was on my way home, I was riding my motorcycle, and somebody turned right in front of me, right from the oncoming lane, they made a left-hand turn across my path, and they never turned on their turn signal, and and I was too close to stop. I guess they didn't see me. The thing about a motorcycle, you know, it's only one headlight, and sometimes people don't look close enough. You know, they might think that's just a street light, but if you look long enough, you'll know it's coming at you, and This guy apparently didn't look very long. He turned and I slammed the brakes and I locked up my tires and my bike slid out from under me. And I came down hard on the pavement and I slid right into the car. It's hard to say exactly what hit first, me or the bike, but I know I put a big old dent in the side of that car and I know that I'm lucky I had my helmet and my jacket on. The worst part was the guy took off. He took off, right? And left me there. Literally, you know, lying in the street, bleeding. Motorcycle on its side, still running. I kind of checked myself real quick and realized, you know, I don't think anything's busted. I think everything still works. I got up, I picked up the bike, I wheeled it out of the middle of the road, and I I laid down in the grass and took my helmet off and (sighs) checked myself once more. Felt felt the pain, you know, saw the scrapes, saw the, you know, I, I had my jacket and my helmet, but I was riding in shorts, which, you know, a lot of people warn you not to do. I'll probably, I'll probably heed their advice from now on, you know. Excuse me, a little parched. But yeah, the guy took off, right? He took off. I was laying there in the grass, and and he came back. I didn't know it was him, but you know, this car pulls up, and somebody gets out, and they say, "Are you okay?" I sat up, you know, painfully sat up and said, I think so. And he says, I didn't see you there. 
said, oh, it was you. And then I looked at the car and saw the dent down the side, right? Kind of down low. The running boards kind of between the tires. I think I hit right down low because I was sliding in, I believe, head first. I'm not certain, but I think I, I think I hit him and spun around, and I think the bike hit him too, but it's hard to recollect. But he came back. You know, his guilt weighed on him. He had to make sure I was alive. He came back and said, are you okay? I said, I think so. And he, he reached down. I remember thinking it was funny, and he shook my hand, and he said, oh, my God. And he said, I'm so glad you had a helmet on, and said, me too. And I said, hey, I think I need to get your insurance information. He said, sure thing. I looked down. I looked up. He was gone. A friend of mine asked, did you get some plates? Did you, did you make note of the make and model of the car? You know, did you call the police? I was like, no, man, I didn't do any of that shit. I was so fucking stunned. I was so shook up. I was so, you know, grateful to be alive, grateful to be in one piece, grateful not to have gotten run over. And I'm not even sure I could, I could identify the guy in a lineup. You know, I looked him in the eyes and I saw his face. You know, I probably could, but I'm having a hard time picturing him. And I don't think I was even concussed, right? You know, my helmet did a damn good job. I even checked myself out when I got home and, you know, my pupils looked fine. They were reactive to light. You know, I've been trained in first aid, so I, I scrubbed my wounds and I dressed my, my wrist, which hurts. You know, if anything's broke, it might be my wrist, but... Like I said, I just, I, I didn't get the car, I didn't get the plates, I didn't even necessarily get the guy's face, you know, and if I had been a little more assertive, you know, maybe I could have kept him there and called the police and gotten a insurance claim out of it, but the guy fucking took off, you know. And thankfully the bike's fine, you know, it's, it's a tough little bike and I'm a tough guy, you know, my friend told me, she said, you're lucky you have a strong body, you know, if you didn't have strong muscles, like, you, you might, you might not have walked away so, so unscathed and she's right, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I have a tough body, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that, but it, it goes only so far, and this little incident was was unpleasant and a good reminder of the danger of riding a motorcycle. I'm not gonna quit riding. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that right now. But I'm probably gonna have to take some time off to let this wrist recover. But the reason I tell you this story and the reason I'm talking about Amor Fatih is because. Love of fate does not just apply to the good, right? Amor fati is about loving even that which leads to your own suffering because, because the idea is that even, you know, the bad is necessary, you know? Basically, guys, like, it says here, 
right? Nietzsche, Nietzsche was a prescriber to this concept of love of fate. And it says Nietzsche's love of fate naturally leads him to confront the reality of suffering in a radical way. For to love that which is necessary demands not only that we love the bad along with the good, but that we view the two as inextricably linked. Only great pain in the ultimate liberator of the spirit. I'm sorry, I, I misspoke. Only great pain is the ultimate liberator of the spirit. I doubt that such pain makes us better, but I know that it makes us more profound. I believe that's a quote from Nietzsche. <clears throat> so the point is, yes, in some ways last night I became a victim. I was a victim of a hit and run. And my bike's a little banged up and I'm a little banged up, but I'm lucky. I'm lucky I didn't need to go to the hospital. You know, perhaps I should have, but I sat there in the grass after he took off and I was just dumbfounded. You know, I wasn't even mad. Like, I'm not mad even now. I was just dumbfounded. I, you know, I couldn't help but think, how can somebody do that and live with themselves, right? Just leaving somebody bleeding on the side of the road when it was their mistake that caused it. How can you do that to your fellow man? But I wasn't mad. I guess I was just baffled. But I thought to myself, should I call the police? Should I go to the hospital? You know, my wrist hurt pretty bad. Maybe I could stand an x-ray. <laughs> Maybe I'll go tomorrow if it doesn't feel any better. But I thought... You know, I'm sitting here, I can feel myself swelling and getting stiff. I said to myself, well, you can either call the cops or you can get yourself and your motorcycle back home before you get too stiff to ride. So I hopped back on the bike and I rode home and I licked my wounds. But never was I mad. Only grateful. Only grateful that I had not been hurt worse. Grateful that my bike still ran and had minimal damage. And you know, I have no hatred for this person. I, I know exactly what they were thinking. I have no insurance. I, maybe they had insurance, but maybe they figured, I just don't even want to deal with this, man. This guy might have medical bills after this, and I'll be, man, you know, he, I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know him. I don't know his life. I don't know if he was fucked up or, I don't know anything, you know? So, I have no hatred. Only Gratitude. Because you know what, y'all, this is going to make me a more cautious rider. It's going to, you know, it's, it's probably the last time I ever ride in shorts, right? We learn through our suffering. You know, pain is the ultimate teacher. You know, trauma is a real 
thing that people go through and it can either make you better or it can make you worse it's a matter of mindset it's why I'm a believer in the stoic ideals amor fati love of fate good or bad what choice do you have but to accept it to love the lessons that it imparts and to move forward a better person this is what the stoic idea is so with that I think I'll call it I figured this would be a short one the truth is I kind of want to go to sleep and rest my body you know, I didn't sleep terribly well last night it was very difficult to find a comfortable position you know, I believe I have some bruised ribs and my hip is bruised from coming down on my side and my one wrist is a little bit fucked and my other shoulder is a little bit fucked but I don't think it's anything that won't heal so I wish that guy no no ill fate you know I'm sure his conscience is punishing him enough I don't need to get revenge you know I'm lucky if I had gone to the hospital, perhaps it would be a different story. Perhaps I would, I would be a little more inclined to having some kind of restitution, I suppose. But luckily, I don't think that's necessary. And I hope he learned a lesson as well. I hope his guilty conscience doesn't eat him too much, but I hope that he recognizes how he did a bad thing. That he should have stayed, made sure I was okay, and, you know, gone through the process, right? Truth is, my bike could stand to go to a body shop and get a little cosmetic repair, but luckily I'm not a stickler for looks <laughs> so anyways y'all I, I hope you get the point that I'm getting at here like even when bad shit happens even when you suffer by someone else's hand even perhaps the best thing to do is to recognize it all as necessary like good and bad are inextricably linked and that we can't change the past but we can we can learn from it right so with that y'all I encourage you to as we say in the motorcycle community right keep the rubber side down be safe thanks for listening I'll talk to y'all soon